0: <laughs> so uh, we want to continue with our discussion of chaitanya charitamrita as an overview First, we need to make some electronic connections. It's, it's a little bit like plumbing. Is upman of Deutsch? He said man auf Deutsch kann Which may let's see if this will work. For expanding. Ah. Very good. Now if we can move it over, that's the trick.
1: Uh, yes. Oh,
0: not so far. Uh, <laughs> oh. How do we get it to stay in one place? <laughs> Okay, I know what to do. Do this, and move the whole thing. Can't move it. Uh, Let's go back. Let's go this way, and try again. All right. Um, good. So thank you all for coming again. Uh, we don't have our Russian devotees this time, so we don't have need for any translation. We're okay? Okay. All right. Um little bit of review from what we discussed yesterday. I was saying that uh, this verse and the next verse from almost the beginning of Adi Lila is actually giving us the whole Chaitanya Charitamrita in a kind of nutshell. We could take other verses, excuse me, for a similar purpose, but mm-hmm. Guru Vaishnavam Bhagavan Tinarsmara, he's remembering these three principles and uh, as a result of remembering what is happening, first of all, it's mangala, um, Acharana, auspicious invocation, and then there's a result, tiner smarane hoi, vikna vinashana, anayase hoi, Manchita purana. Such remembrance destroys all difficulties and very easily enables one to fulfill One's own desires. Nijja means own, so and Vanchita means desires, and Purana um, is actually sometimes you'll see this in songs from Bhakti Vinod Thakur, uh in his own Banita, his own signature. He'll say Bhakati Vinoda, uh, so that extra instead of bhakti note he'll say bcca note. why because it fits better to the rhythm of the song And you see this uh, quite commonly in at least in Bengali. So this the word is purna but it, it's purana here in order to add an additional syllable. It even comes, uh, I've seen it in one place in Sanskrit, uh, in the Chaitanya, sorry, in the Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam. Anyway, that's a detail. So, all desires fulfilled by remembering all obstacles, vigna all obstacles destroyed. Um, this, I would say, can be applied to the entire chaitanya Chaitami. If we can uh, hear and read Chaitanya Charitamrita then, who would not like all obstacles to be overcome and all desires to be fulfilled? <coughs> Maybe this is what we should be advertising, uh, promoting Chaitanya Charitamrita. Fulfill all your desires. (laughs) Read this book, it will fulfill all your desires. Have you uh, spoken like that on distributing books to people sometimes? No? Read this book and it will fulfill all your desires. Yes? You have done? Huh? Sometimes? Okay, Um, right, I have a few thoughts of what we can do, but um, maybe, yeah, again, um, what happens if I do that? Whoops, oh, then I can't, how do I get back? Back. Bring me back. No, I guess I have to do that. Okay. Well, what did I want, I wanted this, and uh, let's see, yes, I didn't want that though, I wanted this. Okay, and then, let me bring this here and do this, all right, so we have Keshav Maharaj's Quick start. Remember, we were saying this is like a quick start uh, booklet for reading Chaitanya Caritamrita, and we uh, we did a uh, a very quick overview of Adi Lila with these four categories or four. Types of function invocation, incarnation, education, transformation. And we continued with Madhyalila, renunciation, and then propagation. Now, we just started with propagation, and I was thinking about this. It's not just propagation, because what is propagation? What You know this word in Visakhman auf Deutsch? Propagation. Propaganda. Mm-hmm. propaganda. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that's the word, isn't it? When I was a kid growing up in America, the word propaganda was applied to what all the bad guys do. In, uh, in those uh, terrible communist countries. That was propaganda. We don't have, we don't do propaganda. <laughs> that was the deep illusion that we were raised in. Yeah, propagation, propaganda. Now, what if we think about this in the context of the two purposes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to appear. It's explained in Adi Leela, well, starting in chapter one, uh, and elaborating that Lord Chaitanya has an external purpose and an internal purpose, right? So, we might think, okay, propagation, that sounds like external, isn't it? That's the propagation, the mission, the, uh, the outreach. Is that an outreach, auf Deutsch?
2: Öffentlichkeitsarbeit.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> Öffentlichkeit. Um, anyway, this is I like the word outreach more. So we could say we could say Lord Chaitanya had two purposes. One was outreach and the other was inreach. He was reaching in uh, into his deepest self, his deepest the deepest longing of himself as the lord who is feeling something missing what is he missing he's missing the experience the feeling and the uh, understanding of the glories of shimati radharani's love as one of my godbrothers likes to put it He says, God has a problem. Mm -hmm. What is the problem? The problem is that because he's God, he is deprived of the experience of what it feels like to love God. And so to solve that problem in order to uh, experience um, what it would be like, what it is like uh, to be a devotee, he appears as a devotee. So that we can say is the inreach. And with all due appreciation of Keshav Maharaj's uh, catchy sing- single words label for uh, chapters 7 through 15 of Propagation, certainly there's more going on. Uh, there is uh, especially, and very dramatically, I would say, in chapter 13. Anyone knows what happens in chapter 13 of Madhya Leva? just without looking Nowadays, everyone has their mobile phone, and when you ask them a question, they just Google. <laughs> yes. King Kazi? Sorry? Was King Kazi? King The Kazi in Madhya Leela. No, 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 no. That's way back. That's in Navadvip. And we're in puri now we're in south india and then we're in puri chapter 13 is the famous ratha yatra description uh, and what's happening in that descri- in that description of lord chaitanya what's happening with lord chaitanya What's going on? It's a very public scene described. Uh, it's describing um, Lord Chaitanya with his many associates expanding himself into not one, not two, not three, but seven forms simultaneously, participating in seven different kirtan groups, right? And uh, What is Lord Chaitanya doing in those groups as they are singing? He's dancing. He's dancing. Oh, is he dancing. Oh. I always say, why why didn't someone have a video camera? (laughs) Video, that dancing. (laughs) So, yeah, he was dancing. He was spinning around he was he was collapsing on the ground he was his arms were elongating out of his body it was like he was becoming disjointed that's how it's described and then the opposite would happen kurmarupa his his limbs would shrink into his body and yes the tears huh? <laughs> they would uh, they were like syringes you know. uh, all the different uh, uh, symptoms or uh, features of uh, of ecstatic devotion were exhibited by him but why were they why were all these ecstatic emotions there? What was, what was the uh, prompting? what was the uddipa? What was the impulse for all of this? Was he just making a big show for the crowds because he's propagating bhakti yoga Krishna consciousness he wants people to you know be impressed by yes. You know, Exchanges with devotees. (laughs) It's especially the exchange with Lord Jagannath, isn't it? Uh Because what is the whole, what is, what is the Ratha Yatra a reenactment of? Uh Huh? Uh Huh? Okay, but there's a very specific action uh, that's being reenacted. You like, um Krishna no. Yes, from where? From Not From Dwarka. Not from Dwaraka. Not from
1: Kurukshetra.
0: Not from Dwarka. Yes, from Kurukshetra. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> it's the it's the gopis. Saying, you gotta come with us. This Kurukshetra place, hmm, no there's, no. there's no enjoyment for us here. We're seeing you, but how are we seeing you? It's, uh, it's not, it's not, it's no fun. <laughs> it's, we can't relish all of this Aishvarya that Lord Krishna was displaying having come from Dwarka, right? They came from Dvaraka to uh, Kurukshetra. Why? Krishna, together with his wives and big entourage, horses, elephants, soldiers, why did they come to Kurukshetra?
2: <laughs>
1: uh,
0: solar eclipse no yes let me tell you it came with uh i think that's different <laughs> but maybe they're related <laughs> i'm not sure <laughs> no it was a, it was a There was a solar eclipse, and the thing to do when there's a solar eclipse, apparently, uh, is you go to the uh, the lakes that had been formed. Uh, There were there now. There's one very big lake there. Anyone has been to Egypt? Anyway, um, so there were a few lakes, I don't remember, five or seven lakes, of blood. Huh?
1: parashurama
0: not Parashur. Hmm? Parashurama, yes, Parashurama. Yeah. Parashurama was on a mission. He was on a genocide mission. Get rid of all the kshatriyas. We don't like kshatriyas. Finish them all off. Not once, not twice, but 21 times. <laughs> that's a lot of kshatriyas. That's a lot of blood. <laughs> Enough to make some lakes. And then those lakes, apparently the, the, the blood transformed back into water. In any case, that's the place to go when there's a solar eclipse. But that was all just an excuse, right? It was all just a pretext uh, to meet the residents of Vrindavan and in particular to meet for Krishna to meet his sweethearts, right? <laughs> so they they come and they meet, but it's like Ah, where are we now? No, this is too much. Come with us. (laughs) And so uh, there's uh, this pulling of the chariot of Krishna. Well, did they actually drag all the way to Ritthapha? Maybe. I don't remember hearing this, but... But the idea is there, and that idea at least is being reenacted in Chaitanya chart. In sorry, in the um, in the Ratayatra. But specifically that's the understanding of the Gaudiya Vaishnavas, the followers of Lord Chaitanya, and they have this understanding. There's lots of rich, ritual sort of uh, traditional explanations of Ratayatra. Um, locally, it has to do with uh, the moon calendar and the season change and and whatever. Um, but we understand the inner meaning uh, from revealed by Lord Chaitanya is yes. it's um, it's Lord Krishna being brought to Vrindavan and therefore the Gundicha Mandir is representing Vṛndāva for the Gaudiya Vaishnavas. So that's all very internal, that's all Uh, in-reach. There's outreach and there's in-reach, and that's all happening um, in the Ratha Yatra, but also prior to the Ratha Yatra and during the Ratha Yatra, there's a very interesting dynamic going on between Lord Chaitanya on one side and King Prataparudra on the other. And it's so interesting because Lord Chaitanya has taken sannyas, and sannyasis don't mix with kings. with political people. Back then, at least, that was the understanding. I must confess, <laughs> just a couple of weeks ago um, in Slovenia, I um, it was arranged that I meet one of the former prime ministers of Slovenia. Um, this would be absolutely not possible in Lord Chaitanya's time. <laughs> He's a very nice man, I must say, very humble, vegetarian, very appreciative of devotees. Lord Chaitanya would have nothing of it when Prataparudra was proposing uh, that he meet Lord Chaitanya. He was staying in Katak, uh, the capital. Uh, of Odisha it's called Odisha now it used to be Orissa now it's officially Odisha or Odisha Odisha, I don't know uh, Odisha Odisha <laughs> yeah. oh, you're making translation okay I will try not to speak too fast <coughs> and that um, exchange, that dynamic, begins in chapter uh, 12 of Madhyalila. And um, oh, maybe just a little bit of that we can touch on. Let's see. Adi Lila Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhyalila, chapter 12. Yes, this is. The beginning section. It's about 70 verses in the beginning of this chapter. Um, Let's go over these. Yeah, starting with verse 4. And uh, a little larger. When Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu returned from his South Indian tour, Maharaj Prataparudra, the king of Odisha, became very anxious to meet him. Uh, In the verse it says, Gajapati, because uh, the king's are known, were known, and are known as Gajapati. So the present king of Puri, who is um, life member of ISKCON, <laughs> uh, and who has been twice to Germany and has met devotees. was it? Were any of you here? No, I don't think so. Um, First time I met him, he came to sing with his wife, the Queen. And uh, very humble, they just sat on the floor like all of us sitting, sat and listened as it happened I was giving the morning Bhagavatam class. They just, you know, just like uh, any visitor, congregation member, and then I found out he's the king of (laughs) 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 Portia. And then, um, I don't know, two, three years later, I don't remember, uh, he came to Berlin. Were you there then? Yeah, he came to Berlin, and it was uh, Berlin, Yatra the day for Ratiyatra. You know this story. Then he, uh, uh, we were all preparing for the procession and we said, Maharaj, you're here. <laughs> you can do the sweeping. It'll be wonderful. The king of Puri is sweeping the street. That's what the king does in Puri. Actually, if you've seen videos, you'll see he doesn't sweep the street, at least not anymore. He sweeps on the platform, up on the carts, around on all three carts. Anyway, yes, yeah, so we said, Oh, we, we would be so blessed if you would do this. He said, I'm very sorry, but it's strictly forbidden for me to do this service anywhere outside of Puri. He said, if I do this and it would be seen, anyone makes a photo or whatever and sends. He said, I'll be in big trouble. This is strictly forbidden. Um, it should be done by the local um, the local senior administrator. In other words, it should be the should be the mayor of Berlin who does it. <laughs> Devotees had invited the mayor, but he <laughs> declined. <laughs> um, but what struck me was that uh, Gajapati Maharaj came on the uh, Yatra, and going along Anlage, uh, uh he was walking barefoot because that's the standard. You don't go on procession wearing shoes. We all wear shoes because we don't want to, you know, there's glass on the street and whatever. Uh, but he went barefoot. <laughs> anyway, Gajapati, it says, Tare Milite Gajapati Utkantita Hoila. <clears throat> he became Utkantita. He became anxious, full of anxieties, why he wants to see Lord Chaitanya. And then um, it goes into quite some detail about how he wants to meet Lord Chaitanya. He arranges, uh, he, he meets us, or he sends a letter to Sargavoma Bhattacharya. Yeah, so he's in Kattak and he sends a letter to Sarvabhoma. There were no mobile phones at the time or any kind of phones, so he sends a message. Um, please make some arrangements so I can meet um, Mahaprabhu. And uh, so then there's this interesting interaction that goes on where The devotees know it's not going to be easy to convince Mahaprabhu to meet the king. It's going to be, if it's going to happen, it'll be a miracle. It's probably, mm -hmm. but they felt, I mean, the king was really feeling and expressing such devotion. It really would be nice if they could meet. And so the devotees, as a group, they all go to Lord Chaitanya and they're all, ah, So, uh, it's nice to be with you today, Mahaprabhu. Uh, oh, yes, what do you want? What's on your mind? Come on, out with it. <laughs> and then, I think it's uh, Nityananda Prabhu finally, finally says, um, well, the thing is, and then he explains, uh, that the king wants to see him, which is conveying the message. Is there any way it's possible? No, it's not possible. <laughs> but then he says, and they're saying, but he's such a devotee, and if he doesn't see you, he's threatening that he's going to renounce the kingdom he's going to become a begging yogi wearing one uh, ivory ring in his earlobe and you know if that happens everything falls apart so we don't want that to happen we also don't want you to be disturbed but uh, what are what are we supposed to do so it was kind of a it was, it was a problem. And so at one point, Lord Chaitanya says, well, for a sannyasi to see a king is, what are people gonna say? It's gonna ruin my reputation. And they're saying, no, no, but you're not just a sannyasi, you're the Supreme Personality of Godhead. <laughs> you are Swayam Bhagavan. So this is a kind of theme that also threads its way through the Caitanya Charitamrita Is it's part of this external internal uh, issue? Is externally he is a he's a sannyasi a sadhu. Internally he's something much more than that, and the devotees. Krishnadas Kaviraj tells us they've recognized that they understand. He is uh, not just some sannyasi. He is uh, so much more, in fact. He is none other than the Lord himself. And therefore, they're saying, you are completely independent and therefore it doesn't matter what anyone says or thinks. So then Mahaprabhu says, all right, if Damodar Pandit Agrees for me to see the king, then I will go ahead. Why, Damodar Pandit? Because Damodar Pandit had taken it upon himself, as he had sort of decided himself to make this his service to Lord Chaitanya, to always point out faults. If he made any fault, anything wrong, Damodar Pandit would point it out. He was always so outspoken. It was, it was embarrassing to the devotees and it was embarrassing to Lord Chaitanya, but he tolerated uh, until one time. Doesn't he send him to Bengal just to get rid of him for some time? <laughs> These things are going on, things that happen nowadays were going on back then also amongst devotees. Sent Damodar, yes. Maybe it's better you go away for some time. <laughs> so, uh, so, Lord Chaitanya said, Well, if he says it's okay to see the king, then okay. And Damodar Pandit was present when he said that. So, Damodar what do you say? And Damodar Pandit says, You are the Supreme Personality of Godhead. You are independent, you can do whatever you wish. And Lord Chaitanya was not convinced <laughs> that he was giving him, giving permission, saying, yeah, it's okay. No, he's saying, yeah, you can do whatever you like. Mm, right, okay. What to do? This is when Nityananda Prabhu comes up with an idea. I know, he says. Let us have one cloth from you, some prasadi cloth, some one of your uttariya, something, and we will give that to the king. And this will pacify him. At least he won't give up his life. At least he won't become a beggar and do something crazy. This will give him reassurance that maybe someday it's going to be possible to see him. It, that gesture will be there. Um, so they do like that, and and that function and that plan you can say works. Um, but you know, the king still wants to see him personally. What to do? Okay, Plan B. No, this was Plan C, I think. Uh, have him send his son. I will meet his son. No one will criticize if I meet his son. It's not mentioned how old his son was, but apparently he was quite young. And he, so they, they arranged for his son to come, and the, the young prince, apparently they had dressed him up like Krishna, with a yellow dhoti and like that. And so when Lord Chaitanya saw him, you know lord chaitanya always it was very easy apparently to sort of trip chaitanya mahaprabhu into ecstasy if if the right uh if, if the right circumstance was there so in this case all it took was this young boy wearing a yellow dhoti and mm, <laughs> lord chaitanya was overwhelmed uh, And so he embraces the boy, and then the uh, the little prince goes back and meets his father, and his father embraces him. The boy has become electrified by Lord Chaitanya, so he's feeling, I think the word prema is used, Krishna prema. And then he's carrying that to his father, and his father embraces And then his father is feeling <laughs> the same ecstasy, just see. That is propagation. <laughs> uh, it's propagation, that's the best, <laughs> that's the, the ideal form of uh, propagation of Krishna consciousness. Not something to imitate. Um, but it does, I mean, yes, yeah. devotees, uh, to embrace the uh, devotees, this is also part of the practice of bhakti. So this, uh, there's this dynamic of, on the one side, from the external perspective, this king and And the sannyasi, in these identities, how can they meet? They have to meet because there is this principle bhakti, and bhakti transcends all of these considerations, but still those considerations are there. And so much of the drama in uh, Chaitanya Chaitamrita is about that you can say transcendental tension uh, between uh, external circumstances and the Im- you could say the imperative of of bhakti, the internal imperative. You know the word imperative. Imperative. <laughs> okay. Uh, Right, now, oh time passes quickly, let me just briefly show this and we may elaborate on it some more in the coming days. This was a kind of crude um, graphic attempt uh, to try to so- show just one way there's so many ways you can appreciate chaitanya jarita but this is one way that I found helpful for my own understanding I call it a mandala of positions multiple contexts of Chaitanya-Vaishnavism now this is highly abstract, Uh, (laughs) but sometimes abstraction can be a little helpful. So here's what I'm trying to suggest. Uh, You'll see on the top left, number one, Chaitanya and his direct associates, and then there's a line pointing to the middle uh, circle which is sort of uh, orange-saffron color. Now that central orange uh, circle, one could make an, a whole nother graphic which would just expand within that circle and give more detail uh, of the different associates of Lord Chaitanya and their different relations. Um, but okay, let's just say they're all in one group. These are the close and direct associates of Lord Chaitanya, whether they are uh, servants, whether they're disciples, whether they are a a king. Uh, In in this case, King Prataparudra becomes, in effect, an associate. Um, His parents, his friends, uh, and so on. They're all in that area. Well, then we see um, different passages in Chaitanya Charitamrita which are describing Mahaprabhu's encounter with different Vaishnava groups. Some of these are kind of quite explicit, and some are. Or one at least I can think of is more implicit. So the this pink ring, which circles around uh, the orange circle, is representing these other Vaishnava groups. So these are Vaishnavas, but they're not Godiva Vaishnavas. They're the Sri Vaishnavas. Uh, um, which are very prominent, especially in Tamil Nadu, today. Um, there are what in the Chaitanya Charitamrita are called the Tattvavadis, the followers of Madhavacharya, uh, mainly Karnataka uh, uh, and, I guess, northern um, Kerala and Bangalore. Um, there is, um, there are the uh, valava, there's the valava-sampradaya. valava sampradaya. is mentioned uh, a few times. And, um, and there's also, not mentioned by name, but there is one, as a follower of the Vaishnava tradition, but there is, the Nimbarka Sampradaya is also represented. And the Nimbarkis, uh, in particular, are represented um, by someone who is identified as Keshava Kashmiri. Keshava Kashmiri. He's called Kashmiri because apparently he came from Kashmir. And he uh, I did a little research on this years ago. He was a very prominent member of the uh, Nimbarka Sampradaya, highly respected member. Um, the historian I spoke to um, had this had we would we would probably say speculated, but. Uh, she had analyzed that this Keshava Kashmiri must have lived some 100 years before Lord Chaitanya. Now, if we read Chaitanya Charitamrita, we want to say oh, that's not true because Lord Chaitanya met him <laughs> when he was young. Um, did he meet him? That's a question the historians would ask. But let's assume that he meets someone named Keshava Kashmiri. Maybe there were more than one Keshava Kashmiri. <laughs> In any case, from the perspective of Krishnadas Kaviraj, the author, he is saying, Lord Chaitanya met with this famous scholar and uh, proceeded to thoroughly embarrass him, Uh, by his um, very humble um, criticism of the poetry of this uh, this pundit, this scholar. That's described in, where is it, chapter 17 of Madhya so the last chapter, I believe. Uh, Here, my point to sort of generalize is... Uh, whether it's Keshava Kashmiri, whether it's uh, Venkata Bhatta of the Sri Sambradaya, whether it's the Takva there's no specific name given that he meets. Or whether it's Valava, Valava Always we see Lord Chaitanya in the higher position. Uh, Lord Chaitanya always wins. <laughs> He's always doing something which shows the superior position. Bhaktivinoda Thakur in his Navadvipa Mahatmya uh, describes in sort of his mystical vision, we may say, how all the different the the founder acharyas of the different sampradayas, they all meet. With Lord Caitanya before Lord Caitanya appears, <laughs> and Lord Caitanya gives them each instructions about what they should teach. <laughs> uh, you should emphasize this. You should emphasize this aspect of of Vaishnava uh, practice and so on. And then Lord Chaitanya, he comes as the uh, the uh, culmination, the ultimate of all that. So, um, what I wanted to say is there's something in common with all of these uh, different Vaishnava groups. Um, that Lord Chaitanya meets them, and in some way we understand... Okay, that's nice, There, are Vaishnavas, um, but there's something more <laughs> and that's something more um, we are receiving from Lord Chaitanya. Um, I'm thinking rather than sort of rambling on, maybe I should stop there and just, if, you know, we can discuss a little. I don't want to go too long. And I don't want to make our translator tired. <laughs> what is your good name? Irina. Irina. I know how hard. I don't know, but I know how hard it is to translate. You have to simultaneously hear and process and bring it out in a different language not easy there's no time for thinking right <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes thank you Maharaj for a nice lecture I have a question mm-hmm. this is okay um, and, uh, um, this leaders of Jaitanya Mahaprabhu uh, sound very special to me and um, how can we learn from this so it sometimes seems very far away from everything that uh, we can experience. Hmm. Um, so, uh, for example, these seven uh, persons and dancing on, 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 on different parties.
0: <laughs> yeah, some things we should just appreciate that something wonderful um uh, should I repeat the the question before for the for the wider universe i don't know if you were heard uh, the question tell me again your name how
2: do
0: you spell M-O-R, Morris. Yes. Ah, Morris, okay. Yeah, um, okay, one way to uh, understand, I mentioned it just to appreciate oh, this is something wonderful, this is something, um, so many things in our Shastra is beyond our direct comprehension. So much, perhaps most, of what we hear. And so there's, in a sense, a kind of found basic uh, experience we can have, and that is the sense of agbhuta. Agbhuta means wonder. And wonder is, in Rupa Goswami's system of different Um, different kinds of emotion relationships that we can have with Krishna Uh, there are major emotional uh, stai fixed positions and then there's minor and amongst what he calls a minor one, seven of them is adbhuta adbhuta rasa adbhuta means wonder. Um uh, So I think this this uh, sense of wonder is it's a good thing. Um, we we live in a time <clears throat> when um, what's the word? Uh, yes, it was uh, a German, <clears throat> Sociologists, Max Weber who famously spoke about modern life as being uh, characterized by disenchantment you know the word disencha- disenchantment disenchantment but und Nicht-Verzauberung, maybe. Everyone's looking at me with a blank face. <laughs> uh, to be enchanted is to be, to to be, in a state of wonder. <laughs> Are you looking up enchantment, uh, Rupen? Uh, yeah. Okay, but in this context, it's more than that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. No, that's it's like that. The, we lose the ability to wonder, to believe in. Um, what is wonderful? Yeah. Hmm?
2: Here another word is maybe, it's better, Ernüchterung.
0: Ernüchterung. Hmm. okay. Maybe.
2: Oder Entzauberung.
0: Entzauberung, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I think we got it now. Entzauberung. That's probably what Max Weber used. <laughs> hmm? Yeah, so we live in a, uh, the whole atmosphere is uh, sort of durchdrungen. It's, it's pervaded by entzauberung. And uh, all of our literature is, one way to understand, is an attempt for us uh, to recover this ability to be a bit souber, you'd say, to be enchanted. Uh, and so the idea is not to, um, to try to analyze how something that may be fantastical to us could be the case. Uh, it's it's more to simply appreciate, here is something which I cannot comprehend with my limited understanding. So, for example, when Lord Chaitanya has a kirtan with his associates in Navadvip and he sees that the devotees are tired one day, he, he plants a mango seed, it immediately produces a whole mango tree, uh, full of mangoes, um, which have no seed and which have no skin, and they can distribute that to all the devotees. And we go, nah, (laughs) I don't believe it. (laughs) I don't believe it. That's just some story. Or we can say, well, maybe there's a biological explanation <laughs> that something happened and they interpreted it that way. Or we can say, well, that's just the um, these devotees, they're feeling like that and they like to imagine it and so they write it as if it happened. So we can, this is called, um, this is called the hermeneutics of suspicion. Hermeneutics means interpretation. Suspicion means I don't believe it. Um, but what we uh, what we can do instead is say, "Wow, that's amazing! I can hardly imagine." But isn't it wonderful? But I agree, I still wish that someone had had a video camera when Lord Chaitanya was dancing in (laughs) Rātayatra. Is that okay? Yes, Rupa Milas.
2: Yes. Um, have a question, I call the Highland Sankitam movement. Actually, mm-hmm. um, I'm wondering sometimes um, because Lajpat he he started all this movement, and if we read how how was the whole environment, and that there are some descriptions, for example, that um, Lajpat was passing through a village, mm-hmm. and there were some people they were working in the, in the garden. And then they saw Locekande and all the devotees who was following, and they just left everything and they just follow. Yeah. So I'm wondering, this was such a big impact at that time. So what's going on? Why we don't see, for example, right now a parade or devotees going passing in the town, the street. And, and so what? What? What's the reason? Or will we reach a point because the golden age is still going on that there will be like. That's all What everything. Ah. So, uh, do you know? Uh,
0: For that, I have to get out my crystal ball.
2: <laughs> <laughs> or is there anywhere in this Shastra some descriptions or predictions or which can give us the better understanding?
0: Srila Nanda Thakur said that the day will come when devotees from and he listed a few countries, I think including Germany, Germany, Russia, where else, America? Uh, one or two others, maybe. He said they will all come to Mayapur and they will chant, uh, what was it specifically, Gora? Huh. Jay Sat yes, Jay Satchinandana hari So that that was a prediction and it came true. <laughs> so um, what other predictions are there? Um, I don't know. I mean there's
2: this I guess from the Yananda Prabhu, then when this huge temple, and now this is opening. Mm. then actually the golden
0: age is really starting. Right? Is that what it specifies? Okay. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. I think when that temple opens, the first thing we're going to realize is that it's too small. <laughs> <laughs> so many people are... So many people are going to yeah. be coming. <laughs> it's going to be too small. Yeah.
1: <laughs> My Krishna. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah.
0: So. And,
2: and how is this to see in, uh, the point? in, in, in connection? With, uh,
0: the prediction of uh, a Chaitanya himself, that I village. Yes. The whole name was written. Nagarani gram Sarvatra, Prochar, Oibe, More, Nam. That's the prediction. It's in Chaitanya Bhagavata, Prindavan In Spain, um, Solinus Yadunandan Swami has a program. He feels very strongly that we should realize that prediction. And so he's made it his mission that every single one of the 52 provinces of Spain will have something, something going on, some namhatta, something will be going, some regular uh, thing will go. Uh, So he's made that his his mission. (laughs) Um, He said, so far they have 12 provinces where something's happening. And he said, I don't know if it'll be all done in his lifetime, but he's He's aiming for it, <laughs> 52, there's uh, 52 weeks in the year, so yeah, he wants to, I don't know, but he, he's enthusiastic for that. But I don't know, some places you look on the planet and you think, wow, when is it going to come there? <laughs> Some places. Uh, I guess our general principle should be for Lord Chaitanya, everything is possible. I always like to share with devotees the comment that um, His Holiness Kadamba Kananaswami used to make about the, the three story building or the three dimensions of ISKCON. On the ground floor, there is everything that we see. There's temples, there's um, organization, management, there's there's, uh, financial arrangements, there's things like that. It's pretty much all the things that, where we say in English, uh, the rubber meets the road <laughs> in our society. And on the next level up, there's our sadhana. There's our practice. There's chanting Harikish, There's associating with devotees. There's having festivals, retreats. Reading, chanting, all these all of the things that we can do um, with help, with facility which is given from the this ground floor, but which is not necessarily dependent on those facilities. And uh, which can go on also, when some things going on on the ground floor, we may even not like. Um, that's a bigger topic, but, you know, it's engaging with the material world, things go on. We may not like how something's managed, or we may say, oh, that's not management, that's mismanagement. Whatever it is, Um, On on the next floor up, uh, it doesn't have to be dependent. Our sadhana can go on, whatever is going on or not going on, downstairs. And then, Kadama Kanaramaraja says, then there's the third floor. What's that? That's where Lord Chaitanya, he once explained it this way, that's where Lord Chaitanya is actively spreading the Krishna consciousness movements all over the universe, whether we see it or not, and whether we are participating in it or not. It's happening. It's going on. It's uh, it's there. So one way also, I think, of uh, thinking about what, we can do is we can endeavor to sensitize ourselves more to how the Krishna Consciousness movement is going on. In other words, to be more perceptive, oh, just see, here's uh, this devotee distributed a book today. (laughs) and there someone chanted Hare Krishna. And then see that as, uh, see the unlimited feature of that. See how that is in itself a miracle, how that is uh, an expansion. Yeah. Does that make sense? I hope it makes sense to you because I'm not sure it makes sense to me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's stop there for this evening, and we can continue tomorrow. Okay, thank you. Śrīla gita sri Krishna das kaviraj Goswami kita gaura prema